What's going on? Everybody okay? They got a call, said there was trouble in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you all need to look around. It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors and lawyers, plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. OK, you're making a mistake, but I'm going to let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's OK. They're just not used to seeing good-looking peoples like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. And we are stacked today with a full house. I'm happy to say, Zach, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hey, doing good, man. Uh, been out for a little bit and uh, been kind of busy the past few weekends. So it's nice to be back on. Excited to talk about King Richard today and uh, dive into it. All right. And also joining us, Brandon, sir. How are you today? And I am good, Phoenix. Like Zach, Zach said, it is good to be back. I was out the past few weekends as well. Uh, Zach and I actually went to, down to Disney World for a quick weekend trip just a, a couple weekends ago. And then I had a wedding last weekend to go to. So certainly it was a busy, busy couple weekends. So it is good to be back on. It is good to be talking more movies with you guys. How are you doing, Phoenix? Superb and joined by the great Nick Spain. Nick, how are you today, sir? Yeah, Brandon stole my thunder with asking you how you are, Phoenix. <laughs> Nobody asked Phoenix how he's doing. Um, doing good, Phoenix. Super excited. Uh, this is the best time of year for movies, and we're just getting heated up. So excited to, to talk this movie. All righty. Yeah, that is 100% true. We are in the thick, the thick, I say, of award season. Uh, and we are talking about a potential awards contender once again, actually. This is a second week in a row, I want to say. Um, and what that did you is real last week, Mass. No, not Mass. What was it? Belfast. There it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yes, yeah, so we are talking King Richard, uh, this uh, new movie by Warner Brothers starring Will Smith, Anjanou Ellis, Sinaius, uh, uh, Sydney, and it is the story of Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams, and how he led his two daughters to become the two greatest female tennis athletes of all time. Uh, so this movie uh, premiered in theaters and on HBO Max. It uh, to what I believe was roaring. Uh, approval, but uh, we shall see how it does on this show. 
uh nick why don't you kick us off what were your thoughts on king richard non-spoiler of course yeah of course well it's it's funny that you mentioned uh roaring because um my theater was definitely um ecstatic as in very active um this is probably the first time that i've seen a movie i mean i don't know about you guys but this is probably the first time that i've seen a movie and probably like since pre-covid that the theater was like buzzing with excitement and people were like reacting during the movie like usually i go to these movies on a thursday or friday night and i'm like one of six or five people in the theater (laughs) but it was a full house um so it was it was great um it was a lot of fun uh definitely glad to see a a good movie as well um you know pre-show we were talking about uh, mark zuckerberg and his character and the social network and i guess that's a good comparison to um king richard in this movie uh i love a good character study so i'm excited to to see what you guys think about the character about the movie as a whole and also always love a good biopic, always love a good sports movie. And it was all everything wrapped up into one. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. Brandon, what about you? Right off the bat, I also want to say like, oh, I didn't have the same uh, viewing experience that Nick did. I um, want, ended up watching it at home. Zach and I were supposed to go to the theater Friday night. I just I'm like, nah, I just I'm not feeling going to the theater tonight, man. So <laughs> uh, ended up just watching with the family at home last night. I was thoroughly impressed with it. I'm I'm excited to dive into spoilers about this one, but yeah, back to like the social network discussion. It's like another character study. It's like you love the acting, you love the character, but you hate their motives sometimes. <laughs> and that's how it was in this movie. So I'm really excited to, to dive into spoilers about what, what I mean by that. But uh, overall, I was very impressed with this film. Everybody showed up to work for this one. And yeah, I, I, I was very impressed with this one. All right. And Zach, what about you? Yeah, so I had the same viewing experience. Um, I was also supposed to go see with Brandon on Friday. Um, once he told me he's on HBO Max, I was like, I'm just going to watch it at home. Um, but from what Nick's saying, it sounds like the theater experience is pretty awesome. So I kind of wish I did that now. <laughs> um, so probably just if something like that big like that comes out next time, I'm probably just going to watch it in theaters. Um, overall, though, the movie was really great. Um, I loved it personally. I understand what Brandon is saying about the acting um, as far as like the character and stuff like that. But however, I actually side more so with the fact of of agreeing with that character um, (laughs) only because I'm an intense person. And so watching him act that out, I was like, okay, I understand like where he's coming from. Um, Even though like his motives were questionable, um, I still think in his heart, he did everything that he could uh in that movie um i don't want to give too much away just yet and we'll talk about that soon but um personally i really loved it i thought it was a great movie um i'm not a big tennis guy that movie was great i loved it you want to go like pick up a racket and, and go learn how to play tennis <laughs> after this yeah nick you uh you want to go over yeah yeah, next yeah weekend, we'll go to the courts or something yeah for sure <laughs> you know what i love that you brought that up because i swear tennis is probably the only sport that I love watching and yet have yeah. no idea what's going on. <laughs> like no clue. I have no idea. And even in the, even during the movie, when they were showing the matches and they'd be like 15 love 40 love, I'd be like, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> like, oh, the, come on, the only Phoenix. reason, the only reason I know what those scores were because I played Wii sports as a kid. But like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
So I was totally lost. But again, it's a sport that I love. So like even watching the movie, I was like, even though I don't know what's going on, I know it's intense. I know it's like pressure, but I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. she, she swung a ball and, and, and she didn't hit it. So there it is. <laughs> like, yeah. But, but uh, yes, I think we're all in agreement here. Um, I really enjoyed King Richard. I thought it was an amazing movie. Uh, you know, uh, Nick hit it right on the head. It's a sports drama, biopic, character study, all rolled into one. And I mean, the performance takes all the boxes. Yeah, it takes all the boxes, and the performances were incredible. Like Will yeah. Smith, Will Smith kills it. Uh, what killed me was Anjanu Ellis keeping up with Will Smith <laughs> through much of this movie. Right, it was like really, really impressive. Uh, yeah, so I dug the heck out of it. And uh, as a John Campia fan, it was also really cool uh, getting to see Aaron Cummins uh, in a cameo there. That was really cool. So, yeah, it it, it did everything for me. Let's go ahead and break the seal. Let's and talk. I'll, and I was going to say, I want to I want to start this off because like, what, 2019, it was it was Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. block for for best actor. This is the same thing. Like, give Will Smith his his Oscar already. Yeah. Like, he was fantastic in this. Um, and I agree. Like, his um, you're better with with character actor names, Phoenix. But his wife, like the the scenes that that she was in, mm-hmm. like she killed it too. I mean, we'll we'll talk more about it as we go on. But I mean, Will Smith was was fantastic. Um, the great thing about about this movie is, I mean, we talked a little bit about about motives, right? Mm-hmm. The great thing is, like, you didn't have to fully understand King Richard's motives because you knew, like, the outcome. Like, right? everybody knows how world-renowned Venus and Serena Williams are, especially Serena being probably the best women's tennis player of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they eventually make it, you know, their success. So like, as we go along and he like pulls them out of, you know, training and, and junior tournaments and, and everything you're like this, you're like, okay, I don't fully agree or understand <laughs> your motives, but it works out. It works out <laughs> somehow. So we got to just trust you on it. Um, and I think that works really well because compared to if this was just a drama not based on on real life and you didn't know like what the outcome of of the ending was you'd be like okay this guy's an idiot like Mm -hmm. you know he he becomes very unlikable at that point but because you know the outcome you know he's gonna do it eventually it it all it all works out in the end so give give the oscar to to will smith if i had to make like one lock pick for mm. the Oscars this year, I think as of right now, that would probably be my lock pick. I, I'm going to have to agree with Nick. Um, Will Smith does deserve a nomination and hopefully a win. Uh, the The year is still young for best <laughs> yeah. pick, best actors, so anybody can still take that take that position. But I I, I right now I want I want to pull for Will Smith for best actor. Um, I feel like he was robbed of an even a, of even a nomination for I Am Legend because he did great in that movie he was robbed of a nomination and uh, i think daniel day lewis won best actor that year so 
Um, but yeah, he was robbed of a nomination. Um, I keep I keep spiraling into the same thing of what I'm saying. But um, yeah, he was great in this movie. Um, the actresses for Venus and Serena were great. Oh, yeah. um john bernthal he is getting work man he <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is showing up everywhere so it is it's good to see him just like in, in so many roles he did great just the entire cast was great the story was told really well um because like like nick said like you know where things end off so you're not too mad about the decisions that um will smith's character king richard uh richard uh, williams makes but at the same time you're like dude what are you doing <laughs> well, don't don't make this decision do this decision everybody's guiding you towards this decision you're making this other decision do this yeah. even though you know where it ends up so it's funny but um overall i was really impressed with just how everybody i, I keep using the term showed up to work <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it was everybody showed up to work everybody delivered yeah this 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 film like even the cinematography man this this film was beautifully shot i i i agree and i i, I want to say on on will smith um one of the things that i think tremendously works for uh this film and for his character is is like you said nick you know you know the story of venus and yeah. serena right that that much even if you don't like, even if you haven't followed them, their career uh, specifically, or, you know, follow tennis or anything like that, you've heard the names, Venus right. and Serena. Yeah, ex exactly. And so like, what I thought was really interesting, because I noticed a lot of people was like, why are we talking about Richard Williams when, you know, saying we could, we could do a biopic on Venus and Serena themselves. True. No, no doubt about that. Can't wait for that movie, honestly. But what I think was interesting about doing it this way is that because we know that story, now we get to see why it happened. And, 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 and because of that, Richard Williams is a fascinating character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there are moments in that movie where like, you're listening to him talk and, and you're just like, insanely frustrated with him like mm -hmm, right. like in no way shape or form are you just like dude i swear to god like if, if i knew you i'd have, I'd have hit you by now like like, <laughs> like with right without question i'd have hit you by now well but so, he also <laughs> like kind of like transforms into the character oh like yeah. you don't like you don't even know it's him sometimes because he like puts on this accent and like just the the facial hair and and just like the overall look that he has in this movie the the clothes that that he wears like bring that fashion back first of all but second of all like the Daisy Dukes of Freedom like I want to be rocking the sh those white tennis shorts and a, a Fila jacket like come on come on um, but no I I mean he totally like you know molds into this character and like falls into the background and it's not so much you're you're watching will smith be richard williams you're watching richard williams on on screen like that's how it how it feels i mean even phoenix help me with the is it anjane ellis is that anjane yes anjane yeah i mean she was great too oh, um yeah. you know the the one scene you know we we talked in belfast how every scene tried to be oscar worthy <laughs> like the scene for me that really stood out was the argument between 
you know, her and and Richard in the kitchen agree. Of, mm-hmm. of their their house. Um, you know, their what however many how much expensive house it is, <laughs> you know, it it makes you like it doesn't do any flashbacks, this movie. There's right. no flashbacks, but you know like where everybody's come from. Like you know what motivates Richard because you know based on the things that he says and the things that he does like why he does it because of where mm-hmm. he's come from and same with um i'm gonna um oh man her the brandy williams there we go and that's right. her nickname um <laughs> even with her like you you get where she comes from too um and one of the questions and i i assume this is it um one of the questions that i had early on is okay there's they have five girls why are they only focusing on serena and and venus to become tennis players and I think it's because they're Richard's only like biological kids with her. I think that is uh, right because she she said something about her being alone with three daughters. I, I don't know. I could I could uh, be could be wrong. Yeah. But I, I, I mean like that right. scene just provides mm-hmm. so much like background on mm-hmm. everything that's happened before without having to do a flashback, which which I really enjoyed that that style versus just doing a flashback, being just showing it like that. Yeah, I I love uh, Richard Williams' character. Um, the only part I did not like was how he spoke to his wife sometimes. Um, my wife would kill me if I talked to her like that. <laughs> no, um, that's that, that that's about the only thing I can complain about with him. Um, I mean, honestly, like listening to him, he had a lot of confidence in himself, um, and so I think sometimes that. Um, you know, when someone says something so controversial, like he says, that it gets displayed as like a place of like, just being a hateful person. But I don't think that was true at all. Um, I think a lot of things he did so came from his heart. And, you know, even when you don't understand, he comes back later in the movie and talks about his dad and how, you know, when he was when he was going to the grocery store to pick something up, you know, he couldn't touch a white man's hand. And then they they beat him over it, um, and he say turn around. His daddy wasn't there, and so like that was like wow. Like you know, he's like I never. And when you're on the court, and if I push you to to go there like professionally, then it's good. I'm gonna feel like I'm sending you there, and like I can't protect you, or I mm-hmm. I will be so terrified if someone judge you, I will hide because of the representation she's displaying when playing tennis. And that's such a touching scene in that movie. And you kind of understand fully, at least for me, when he when he goes back into that, it's like, it makes even more sense. I mean, I can't be mad at him about the decisions he's made. He grew up differently than, you know, probably how a lot of people grew up, like a person like me. And so I can't be upset with how he's responding. I mean, he has every right to respond that way. And I think that that was an important part of that movie. I, I loved it overall. I think he made the right decisions constantly, you know, that's his Mm -hmm. kids. That's my kids. You know, if I'm, if I'm the father, like I, and he's talking about giving them a life, you know, he, he, that's so important to him because from what it sounds like in that movie, it doesn't sound like he had much of a childhood. He talked about people beating on him. He talked about racism that he grew up with an experience like, and he's trying to give his kids the opposite of that. So while it seems like he's being a jerk sometimes and not always making the right decision, 
he always had his family's best interest, even though he was really hard-headed sometimes. And I related a lot with that because I know like I'm very hard-headed sometimes about the things I say. And sometimes they come across the wrong way or my intentions are, you know, like question, but really from my heart, like I think I'm doing the right thing. And I really felt that way throughout this movie that he was really doing the right thing, regardless if you agree with him or not. You know, you really have to come from a perspective of understanding his life was not the same from what it sounds as a lot of people's and he didn't have as many opportunities. So I, I totally get it. And wanting to make his daughters the best, I, I get it. it. And, but still wanting to give them a life. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. Like I can't argue with that. And you, um, you know, what I, <clears throat> what I, what I noticed too, is uh, one of the, one of the interesting, and I, I gotta say criticisms that I, I vehemently disagree with is that there was sort of this, um, some people have made it seem like he was perfect, right? Like he was, you know, just because, you know, he predicted his daughter's futures and he pushed them in that direction and did everything the way that he wanted to do. And, and it turned out, right, that, you know, the movie sort of glosses over his flaws. And I'm like, not at all. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. No, like, not. Quite frankly, like, yeah, like I would argue that Venus and Serena is probably one of the one of three things that he did right <laughs> in in the whole movie. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was he was really kind of terrible. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? He was really kind of a terrible dude. Like uh I'm an ass. Yeah, like I mean, like uh I love that point that Nick brought up about like Venus and Serena were probably his only children with her. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Because yeah. I'm like dang so would he he probably wouldn't even been around for the other three like that's cold-blooded like yeah right so, but like, i mean he still he still shows up for them and yeah. you know like talking about his background like when the the guy was you know trying to hit on tunji at the yeah. yeah the compton country club so he called it which was <laughs> hilarious right. um he was gonna like go kill him yeah and <laughs> I, my jaw hit the floor when yeah. he was walking across the street and that the car just drove by and oh yeah killed that guy yeah. oh my god my jaw hit the floor <laughs> but but that's beside the point but yeah i mean like just talking about it now like thinking back on the movie i'm like oh you know what that makes sense because like you know from his childhood his dad probably would have just let, let that happen. happen yeah you know? yeah yeah and so you know, speaking of um, great performances, the the people, the the young girls who played Venus and Serena, yeah, specifically Venus, oh. like did did a great job. Oh yeah, I mean, like kid actors, they really haven't been in much, um, and you're asked to like be put in this supporting role for this movie. Um, you know, I think they did they did really well. The the tennis scenes throughout were like super well choreographed and like it felt real like it felt like you were just watching real tennis prodigies not some actors playing tennis and who knows maybe they've they found people who could play tennis at a young age at a really high level i have no idea you know like that's yeah that's like some behind the scenes stuff but also like the casting for the, the 
the Williams sisters was also like scary good. Yeah. It was scary yeah. good. When, yeah. you, when you see like the footage at the end and mm. I was like, yeah. Whoa, that, yeah, talk about was... spot on. Right. <laughs> and even like looking at um, Venus and Serena today, like even that's kind of spot on from yeah. what the, the children, you know, the kids looked like in the movie. It was kind of, it was kind of scary. It's yeah. like an it chapter two scary casting. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, how I just really much love. they looked like him? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, ahead. I really loved uh, the characters that they cast for that, like the actors that they cast for that. Yeah. Even with King Richard, you look at him in the videos, and Will Smith looks, sounds exactly <laughs> like him. Like, right. It's like, okay, like, no, he doesn't, doesn't fully look like him, but the way that they did his beard, the, yeah. the outfits, uh, everything, yeah. the way he talks, even the way he talks, mm-hmm. like it, it sounds just like him. So I think, yeah, the casting was awesome. Um, and I love even if you, if you look at yeah. some of that, you know. Yeah. And I love the little details too, like the video that he was showing one of the coaches at the, <laughs> yeah. like they showed the video at the end and I was like, oh my God, like that. <laughs> That's a video right there. Like, yeah, it was crazy. It was good stuff. It, it was. It was actually. There was a second when they first started showing it. I'm like, oh wow, they're showing footage of just like them recreating it. And I'm like, wait, no, that's actually the real people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to talk about uh, production design here. Mm. Um, mm. Like, obviously, I, I I think these are the real tennis courts that they played on, but. Um, just you know what i'm saying some of some of the scenes i mean maybe not production but uh just direction beautiful yeah. <laughs> like the way those things are shot i'm like ooh we like if even like the color toning too yeah i'm just like like again it's one of those things where i'm like i don't know tennis at all i don't understand the sport but man it looks good <laughs> like it looks gorgeous watching it and this was a nighttime game too. I was just like, oh man, it, it was just beautifully shot. Really, really, mm-hmm. really gorgeously shot. So mm-hmm. that was that was just another thing. And yet, like the tennis matches themselves, I mean, I don't know how well these girls actually can play, but the way that they, you know what I'm saying, shot it and made it look, I mean, I know a thing or two about shooting uh, sports, you know what I'm saying? Sports is a really difficult thing to shoot, especially for a movie. Especially because, tennis. Yeah, because like, you, know you got to get so many things right. But also tennis is such like a high skilled sport too. Yeah. And yeah. like, so like, I know, I don't know how many takes that took. It's just ridiculous how well, you know what I'm saying? You to, you bring up a great point. That. You bring yeah, up like, a great point because like anybody can, oh, I mean, not everybody, but anybody can show up and like act for that. No, I mean, but you have to get them trained to actually be able to hit the ball like they they do because yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like that's that's something too like to it because like it's one thing to to direct a drama or character study that Mm -hmm. you know saying that's part of this film, and then to direct a sports drama as well. Those are those are two totally different aspects of the film, and having to do both of those things in one film is exhaust is trying like it's a difficult thing to do like yeah. make no mistake i don't i won't i can't say that ronaldo marcus green the director of this will get a nom but he will get more work <laughs> that much yeah. that much i can guarantee just off of 
just off of this. Yeah, and I think this is his what? Isn't this his like debut? Well, second. It's like his second. Second. Film. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, like he did did fantastic with it. Um, something that that I also really liked is it was like another little thing. They did a really good job at showing how their family was kind of breaking this like societal barrier with tennis like because Mm -hmm. in the time that that this took place and still today i assume is tennis is a very like white sport it's a country club sport and Mm -hmm. they i feel like they did a really good job at showing how much at the beginning they stuck out like a sore thumb because Mm -hmm. of the the looks the camera the just kind of like the overall feel of that um which is very unfortunate that they had to go through that like you know the whole process of of feeling like an outsider but they really like showed that very well to the fact of like it made me as an audience like appreciate them more for doing this because they could have he could have been like oh you know what we're gonna like even when people were like oh go try basketball like you know what i mean like but he, he chose tennis and broke all these barriers and, you know, really was kind of the first one to, like, go through. And, and I think it shows, like, especially when the one girl, like, it's in and then her dad's just, like, call, call it out. Like, that's such Ooh, a thing uh-huh. in Ooh, junior cool. tennis is, like, um, like calling, like, not, che- I guess, cheating, so to speak. Ooh, and, like, um, you know. Snotty pick- parents. Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like they did a really good job at showing that. And it was such like a minor thing, but it's still like added all added to the overall feel of, of the film, like what Phoenix was talking about with yeah. direction and, and production and everything. It's funny because like my, my brother um, growing up used to play like baseball for like many years. And like I can I can vouch for those like entitled stuck up like parents uh-huh. there's they're man they're really annoying it's like they'll do anything to try and make sure their kid gets and gets the out or the win and then and then they get aggressive when something gets called out oh, that yeah. like i wasn't even on our team the amount of the amount of like travel games that happened where parents would get kicked out oh, of yeah. the of, of the of the field <laughs> it was hilarious man uh, as an aside, I did some uh, videography for uh, Junior's uh, basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and I was I was recording a game between two teams, and no one had no one was, I would say, older than like eleven, right? It was about maybe maybe twelve, and you have never seen more aggressive parents <laughs> in your yeah, it's life. Crazy. I mean, like the calls like they called a foul and you would have thought they started a riot like it was just ridiculous so like in this movie to see like yeah that the whole parents who are like being overly pushy and aggressive and and, you know demeaning sometimes to their kids like oh yeah it's real it's 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 very real Uh, oh so go ahead zach there was one scene I really liked. I mean, there was multiple scenes I really, really loved. Um, but there was, uh, you know, and I want to touch back on the one scene um, when King Richard is talking to the agents with, I, I don't remember the first coach's name, but 
he's talking to them and Nick, you brought up a point of like how, you know, they really portrayed that well in that movie. Mm. Um, and I love that they touched on that because I think that was, you know, I think it spoke to a lot of people like just because someone says something politely doesn't mean <laughs> that does not mean right. that they are being nice to you. Like the way, like when he starts saying, like, you know, like, oh, someone from your background or, mm-hmm. you know, it, I was like, yeah, oh. where he was like, it's what, it, what was, what was the word that he used at that meeting? Incredible. Um, incredible oh yeah it's it's so like why is it so incredible with me (laughs) right (laughs) i mean like he was just so upfront about it i love that they showed that part of the movie it's like yeah just because someone is being nice like i really love that they showed that and that they showed him calling people on their crap you know yeah i I really enjoyed that part of the movie to be honest (laughs) they did a really good job portraying that he was not a pushover at all in any way (laughs) so and i and i love the confidence in himself I mean, yeah. like, for me, if somebody came in the room and offered me $3 million, like, <laughs> I think I would be like, okay, what, like, what, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, without a question, yes, but they ended up getting 12, you know, yeah. so, you know, he had confidence in in himself and, and his, his daughters, so. Yeah, his negotiation yeah. skills are on point <laughs> I, I i remember when that that scene came up and they said that she signed for 12 million at 15 years old i was like 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 it's just such a great juxtaposition between being offered three million and and seeing how people responded to that like what are you are you crazy you take that of course you take that and it's like yeah but they haven't seen her play like i was mm-hmm. like I was like, I'm pretty sure in that contract is somewhere where like that three million is null and void if you know it turns out she sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, of course you don't sign that. Yeah. And then she got a much better one. So yeah, that was that was just a great, great thing to see. I really love in this movie too that um because I didn't really I'm, I don't watch tennis at all. I'm not a huge tennis person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but of course I know who Serena and Venus are. So when they ended the movie with the scene where she is she actually lost but mm. she really won like i thought that was such a cool ending i you was know, not because, expecting that honestly you know because you're like okay she's gonna come back and win for as someone who's never watched tennis it's like <laughs> it's like well she does win just not in the way you think she's going to win uh-huh. you know? right i thought that was super cool and and i i agree i, w- I was going to touch on that too because there's I mean, name a sports drama that doesn't end in <laughs> in a good way, right? Right. Um, so I love the fact that, like, she didn't win, you know, because um, it's such a sport, like, cliche for the underdog to go in there and, and win. And obviously, when it's based on a true story, you can't really, you know, help that. It's... If it's cliche, it's cliche. It's a true story. But I love how they focused on this area of the story. There was yes, there's decades of of this that they could have focused on, but they chose the this time period, um, mm-hmm. this specific area, and I think it worked really well because she ended up, you know, like you said, she got the the contract and she got you know the adoring fans, 
at the end, but she didn't win the match, which I think was a really, a really good ending. Mm -hmm. All right. So two things I want to touch on real quick. One is not really related, but you just said name a sports movie that doesn't end with happy ending Moneyball. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't, he should have, man, he should have taken that. He should have taken the, okay. But anyways, <laughs> besides the point, uh, we talked a lot of positives. There's one negative that kind of pulled me out of the film, but I understand why they kept it in. Cause like it is still based off a true story. The neighbor. Ah, yeah. The neighbor across the street, um, Mrs. Miss Strickland. There, there was, I don't think there was much need for her to be in the film. Like I get that. I get, I get they had to put it in because it is based off their real life. But I just think it, I, it kind of pulled me out of the film because like you're setting them up this whole time. And then like out of nowhere, like the cops show up because she, what she called the cops on them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I she think, called like child services because yeah. they were like practicing in the yeah, rain. In the rain. Yeah, exactly. Like she I'm thought like, that Richard was like forcing them to do this, like against their will. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. Like, hang on. I want to say something real quick. I, I think that still was an important part of the movie. And, and here's why is because. Listen, like. I did not grow up like they grew up and I did not experience what they experienced. So you actually get to see firsthand, like how they're being treated, you know, before they became the superstars, right? Like mm -hmm. the way that their family was treated. I think that was such an important part of that movie. Um, just because you got to see how people view them who didn't understand. Yeah. right or who mm -hmm. who just assume things because of their color right mm -hmm. and i think that was a that was actually a, a very important part in that movie and character building of some of the adversities that they went through growing up yeah and and i think uh what i like about it is um it shows it, it shows people challenging richard right so like mm -hmm. in in you know, to refute that claim that, you know, he was always right or whatever. Like it, it, it definitely shows that he was challenged often for, for how he was raising uh, Venus and Serena. And, and as speaking as someone who grew up, you know, saying <laughs> in somewhat similar situations, when you are in that area and, and in that lifestyle and you do something different, right? Because like, like they said, and so, you know, ha why haven't you tried basketball, right? Because, you know, tennis in, in the Black community is not exactly, especially at that time, was not exactly a sought after, uh, you know, game for, for, for people like me. So it was, um, it was interesting to see that, you know what I'm saying, just being challenged. Because as someone who, who does do things differently, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm a very big fan of baseball or you know what I'm saying or bowling you know what I'm saying not so much as of basketball or football you know I, I I love professional wrestling you know what I'm saying so like it's it's one of those things where it's like oh you the second you do something different you're gonna be challenged and I thought that was just yeah. an interesting thing uh, for them to point out and I, I think it also like showed the the willingness of Richard to like protect his family um yeah. like I don't remember specifically like what he said to the um uh that woman i forget he he said he's like you want to check for monsters under the bed i mean if you're gonna do this you're gonna do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah um but i mean like to the woman like he was defending his family i think that showed another yeah. 
like great part of him. I also feel like they did. Uh, I mean, kind of jumping backwards. I just thought of this, but they also did it such a great job in the beginning of showing of like just that right line of showing that adversity that Richard had to overcome, but not making it too much of a, like, a, okay, we get it. He faced adversity, like get mm-hmm. on, good, get on with it. Like <laughs> they, he showed him going to the coaches. They showed, you know, the, um, I don't even know the, the kids that were like pestering them at, at the tennis court because they were there. Right. Um, you know, they showed enough, but not too much of the adversity Mm -hmm. to make it not seem like a drag right off the bat. Um, and I think that all comes to head when, like I mentioned earlier, he was literally going to go kill this guy, but somebody else beat him to the punch, you know, (laughs) when they beat him up. So, I mean, it showed the motivation of, and I think even like put another fire under Richard to go like, this is a terrible situation. This is never going to work out. If I don't get us out of here, we have to go just show mm-hmm. up at the doorstep of this coach and <laughs> pretty much beg yeah. for, for them to get a tryout. <laughs> yeah. what, one thing I will say is that scene with the neighbor, like not with the neighbor, but like after she told cops on him, if they, if he gets nominated for the Oscar and they show, you know how like they show little clips, like snippets oh, of yeah. the film. Yeah. I think they're going to use that scene. Yeah. They're gonna uh, use that scene for. They're gonna use that scene for his performance in the Oscar little tease role. I thought it was great. I love that yeah. performance. It was. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, outside of performance, are there critiques? Because I mean, we've been pretty positive on this film. I want to know if there are anything in particular like that that just didn't work for you. You heard my critique. <laughs> um. I think the only, and this is like very nitpicky, it doesn't really like affect the film in any way. Um, I think the only thing for me is like when he was at the first coach at the practice sessions and he's like talking over him, trying to (laughs) like still be that like coach, even though they have a coach now. Yeah. That there was like a point for like a couple scenes where I was like, okay, like this is, you're being a little too like yeah. a helicopter parent over here. <laughs> um, so I think like that was just slightly obnoxious, but I mean, I don't really think there's anything else that I can think of at, at the mm-hmm. moment that is like a glaring issue for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene though, the, the the one that you brought up. Cause yeah, that was that was me. Like, oh dude, like what are you doing? Like it's yeah, a, I'm like, shut <laughs> up, like <laughs> sit in the corner and just enjoy it. Like right. <laughs> it was but I mean, I thought it was a great way to show, like, you know, just his character being like yeah, so hard headed and so like right. And luckily they didn't keep that up because <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know there, 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 ahead, oh, go ahead. You go first. Oh, I was totally gonna change the subject. So, <laughs> uh, okay. one, one thing I just want to bring up like, I don't think we really discussed this scene, but like, I feel like it's just it deserves a quick mention. This, like, when like when she couldn't, when she hit the when she was trying to serve and she hit the net, and the other parent was like, She's nervous, take a few steps up, and then she just, just completely oh, yeah. squashes her. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take a few more steps up. <laughs> I love that scene. 
yeah, and 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 I love the humor too in this. Like it's there were so forced. many, yeah, the, there were so many like funny things. The only thing that I didn't think was funny was when he like farted at the meeting. <laughs> like maybe if I were to like rewatch it again, but I was like, all right, like that just pushed it a little bit too far. Now, if it happened, it, the only way it's okay is that if it happened in real life, that would be the only thing. Um, but one thing that we haven't talked about, and I'm surprised that Phoenix hasn't brought this up, is the original song by Beyonce for this movie. <laughs> Gee, Usually Phoenix is the song up. guy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, let's just say uh, she'll probably be in the running for original song for this movie, which is great. Who was the, uh, who did the, who else has done an original song this year? Uh, Lynn Manuel. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> Eilish for No Time to Die. That's technically. Yes. Oh yeah, that yeah. deserves it. I mean, that, yeah. That I, I was gonna say. I I feel like the the last two James Bond original songs have won. So I feel like that's probably a lock too. All right, let's go, Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get final scores. Uh, Zach, what do you have for King Richard? Um, I think it was a great movie, honestly. Um, I would give it um, 4.5 stars. I thought it was really good. Solid. Really great. Brandon, I'll what about to, you? I'll have to follow up with Zach on this one. I was re- I was thoroughly impressed with this movie. Performances are great. Yeah. This, the story was there. And just that tiny, like, there's just like, there's one or two things that pull me out that we discussed. But after that, other mm. than that, it, it is a four and a half. Mm-hmm. all right nick where are you going i i mean i i came into this thinking it was a solid four mm-hmm. uh and for the moment i'm still gonna say that but i haven't written my review on letterbox yet so that might change to four and a half but we'll we'll see we'll see for right now it's this is solid four it's number three for 2021 so and i think that's in a solid spot all right I am going to ride that for as well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an amazing movie. Um, yeah, I, I hope to see it uh, gain some award success this season. Yeah. Uh, definitely for, for Will Smith. Uh, some love for John Bernthal as well. Anjanu Ellis. Uh, even the director, because I think it, it was just a solid all-around film. But uh, yeah. And this deserves to win over Belfast. 100%. This brings up a good question. Do you guys think John Berthal will get nominated for Best Supporting Actor? I think he will in some places. I don't know if it'll take him all the way to um, the Oscars, but yeah, I think I think he'll see some love probably in Critics' Choice or, you know, uh, definitely in the Critics' Groups. Um but yeah, I don't know if it'll carry him to Oscar night. But even yeah, I was gonna say, I want to see who. I want to see who else is in the running. Supporting um, actors wide open right now, like wide right. Open. <laughs> um, Whereas lead actors, okay, let's see. Kind of locked up. <laughs> okay, so they got Cody Smith McPeak. Fee for Power of the Dog. Yeah. Richard Jenkins in The Human. Haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto in House of Gucci. Ugh. Uh, Kieran. 
Kieran Hines for Belfast, Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza, um, John Berthnall is 11 on this, on Gold Derby. Okay. Well, I would so. definitely put him above Jared Leto, but that's just me. But, <laughs> okay, well, John Berthall is for King Richard or Many Saints of Newark because he he both he did great in both films. No, it's it's for King Richard. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So let's uh go ahead and do what's good. What's good? What's good? What's good? that you've seen that movie no i haven't but yeah i know okay. it's a good movie <laughs> yeah it, it's a uh man it's a great movie um it is you know it's a story about uh drug lord and stuff and um basically back i think in like the 70s and like all the things he was doing and um like what that was like it's, it's a great movie to watch i i really love that movie um and if you're listening to this you should definitely check out the movie blow it's 2001 um great movie just just go give it a watch hey brandon what about you um i finally got around to watching christopher nolan's interstellar last week so oh. definitely going with interstellar i thought that was an absolute banger of a film um oh my goodness the performances matthew mcconaughey man he was brilliant yes jessica jessica chastain too man like when he when he see like spoilers ahead when he sees like the the 23 23 year like time jump and just how his daughter's That's all become such up. a meme on on oh TikTok. my god dude yeah did you see the one i made no i didn't <laughs> i'll say I'll, 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 I'll just show you guys in the cinema chat but oh my god uh, of him like don't let me go murph that become that has become such a meme and i am fully here for it it's hilarious <laughs> yeah it is it is hilarious um but for me for me i mean obviously everybody's heard of of this the sam raimi spider-man trilogy but i had watched the first and second one for the first time i know i've I've seen the third one but not the first two (laughs) um what's wrong with you i don't know for some reason as a child i had a dvd of spider-man 3 and i watched that without watching the first two Mm. so but Excited to rewatch Spider-Man 3 sometime today. Um, I guess we'll see if it holds up because I really enjoyed it, but evidently not a lot of other people. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. Okay. So I gave Interstellar a four star. What did you give Spider-Man 2? Four. Yeah. This is pretty solid. Solid. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> All right. And for me, um, I'm back to my roots. I'm going to recommend documentary. a documentary. Yes. <laughs> We are back. Uh, I finally got around to seeing uh, Totally Under Control, uh, the documentary from 2020. Oh, I wanted to watch that. Uh, yeah, it's it's very good. It's, uh, you know, about the handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. Sort of just just shy of um, just coming out of the, the, the pandemic. So it was sort of like recorded towards the end. And you get interviews from all the people who were involved in the administration and uh, some reporters and, and a lot of scientists. And it's a lot of great information and just about what was going on in that time and what led to, to the extension of, of the pandemic. Um, 
but uh it's a very fascinating uh film i really enjoyed it it's uh it's uh a little bit on the partisan side you could argue but uh other than that i think it's a really great really great film so totally under control interstellar spider-man 2 and blow that's a great list for you guys to check out uh and that's been what's good from film code so we are gonna get on up out of here guys thank you all for listening zach where can people find you sir uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H. The last name is S-N as in Nancy, E-A-T-H. Um, you can also find me on Letterboxd, and that is Z Sneaks. So that's where you can find me at. You can follow Zach on Letterboxd. I don't think they follow him. Yeah. Well, you should. I know. <laughs> I'm going to right now. Um, Do I, I guess since I'm, I guess since I'm talking, I'll uh, <laughs> throw it over to me. You can follow me on letterbox at and explain um watching through the spider-man movies right now in anticipation not <laughs> expectation for home, uh no way home um i'm not wrapped up in the whole the whole thing with that just kind of letting letting myself go to the theater and see what happens so see me there and and yeah brandon wickham everybody find you sir you guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears on Twitter and Letterboxd is Fantastic Ears. Um, yeah, um, it, it's crazy how in Letterboxd I just passed 100 films logged. I think one, I'm, I'm at 101 now. So just for this year, I'm at 101 films logged. So definitely check me out over there. I haven't really been writing any reviews lately, but check out what I'm watching and stuff. So yeah, thank you guys again for listening. All Phoenix, right. how about you? Send us off. Where can they find you? <laughs> And you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, please follow the show on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at FilmCodePod. Just also want to send a quick shout out. Our Free Guy episode has reached over 100 downloads. It's our first episode to reach over 100 downloads. So thank you all so, so much for supporting our show. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, if we can get the rest of our shows over 100 downloads, we would love you all for that. So uh, keep listening. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.